Blog Talk Radio. Hey there, and we're back with Rock the Next Stage with Dory Staley. I'm Dory, and you'll be getting 30 minutes of tips, musings, and motivation for the music community. I own Rock the Next Stage and Next Stage Entertainment, and my mission is to help musicians and singer-songwriters move their talent onto the next stage. I've had lots of very cool guests with all different types of topics, and today will be no exception. I have drummer Joey Smith on board here. He is in Atlanta right now. He'll be calling in, and he's going to be telling us about networking and how musicians and singers can use that to their advantage. It's all about paying it forward, people. Now, Joey is a drummer with a heart. (laughs) I think I can say that. He has been with numerous bands and has a long history in the music business. In fact, he played in his first band at age nine (laughs) using a a washtub bass in a bluegrass band uh, with his dad and others. He has been doing jazz bands, and he did marching band as a kid and lots of other things. In fact, he even played with Dizzy Gillespie when he was 17. How's that for cool? So right now he is in a a band that he's going to tell us about that's got more of a world music feel, but he's done lots of other stuff as well. So without further ado, Joey, are you there? Yes, I'm here and excited. Thank you very much. Sure. Thanks for joining us today. I know you mentioned a little bit of the weather, so I'm glad you were able to do this. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll just jump right in here. So now you and I had, yeah, we're both talking about the the drumming community. You and I had spoken before about how much we love playing drums in any way, shape, or form (laughs) and all sorts of different percussion instruments. Now, you play the yeah. full kit, and what else? Um, you know, just about every percussion instrument that you can think of. Uh, I went to Georgia State University in 1988 and studied under Jack Bell, principal of percussions for the Atlanta Symphony, and he taught us everything from marimba to hand drums to all the accessories. And last night's kind of funny, because normally I play a cajon, but I didn't know we were going to be practicing for an acoustic set tomorrow night at a, at a club here in town. And so I used my, my drum pedal case as a percussion instrument instead of a cajon. So really anything you can think <laughs> of from my steering wheel to, you know, just the case can be a percussion instrument. It's funny because people ask me, you know, what do you play? I don't play the full kit. It's mostly hand percussion, but I tell people anything that I can whack or shake. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, anything you can whack, shake, hit, shit, uh, hit spoons, you know, anything you can think of, it's, uh, um, I'll, I'll play it. Cool. So you were in a band way back when you mentioned um, that almost got signed. So you were yes. were you touring with them or what were you doing? Um, we were playing quite a bit, um, you know, with some major recording artists and things like that around kind of the Christian community churches and um, even Fish Radio had us play a, a ten thousand person show and we headlined that and uh, and wow. then as as we discussed, you know, kind of interpersonal uh, breakups 
occurred, and and that's very common, I think, um, in bands. We had two singers, and so you know they had a hard time figuring out who was going to be lead, um, and so that kind of kind of ended. But we were we we recorded a CD. We had a CD ready to go, um, but it never kind of hit the airwaves. We did put out a couple of singles that back then was number one on MP3.com before that got bought and converted to Napster. Um, so so we were doing pretty well back gotcha. then. Gotcha. Yes, and that is very common. I can't tell you how many bands that I've either booked, managed, or both, and they were so close <laughs> to getting yeah, signed exactly. or you know hitting it big, or and then they would break up, and everybody would be like, "No, come on!" Yeah. <laughs> but it just because it like takes so much work to reason. get to that stage. Yeah, there's just so much work to get to that stage, and then when it crashes and burns, you're like, "Ah, there's so much work down the drain." Um. So yeah, it's it's. It's rough when that happens. So you went from the Christian band. You've also been in a Led Zeppelin cover band, I see. Very yep. cool. You were touring with them. Yeah, now that was a pretty good tour in the Southeast, and we toured with the Georgia Satellites and the Black Crows. Um, that kind of dates me a little bit, but um, this was in the early <laughs> you <and me> 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in the early 90s, but it was it just as a kid who was 19 years old and playing in some arenas, it was uh, um, it was crazy. I mean, it was you know mind-boggling and crazy at the time. I'm I want to get back to there now with my adult brain. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so that's what I'm thriving for at this stage. Gotcha. Now tell us about your new band, Pussyfoot. As in, we ain't pussyfooting around, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And the new band, um, and if you check out pzzyfoot.com, you'll see everything, and there's some sample music there. Um, we're a pop rock. Uh, we would probably be in the alternative rock category. We sound a lot like Gwen Stefani, um, 311. It's got kind of a reggae, uh, ska, punk kind of feel to it. Uh, but it's very world vibey, meaning we, we play – um, some sambas in there. We play some bossa novas, all with rock. We play some punk in there. And uh, we kind of really appeal worldwide, meaning we're, we're very kind of inclusive to multiple different styles. We all have different kind of backgrounds. I have a jazz background and some rock background. We've got Julio Miranda, who's got a Latin background. He's done several Latin albums, um, and even recorded with Mariah Carey and Katy Perry. So he's, you know, a powerhouse. Then we have our lead singer, Jamara, who is a soul R&B, you know, person who's kind of been in that world from an R&B perspective and a soul perspective. And then we have Monty Connor, who's our bass player, who was in like the 80s bands like Poison, Motley Crue, you know, these like um, kind of 80s glam rock kind of stuff. But you take all that background and shove it together and that's what we are. So big range very there for sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. And we write, we're we're writing like every practice, one or two songs of practice. It just keeps coming out of us. Um, so it's amazing project to be a part of. And uh, we have a 14 song album coming out in April, and uh, it's already cool. done. It's just you know in mixing and mastering and engineering at this stage, um, but we've already recorded it, and we recorded it here in Atlanta at Castle Hill Studios, which is a studio 
I recorded Monica, Keisha Cole, TLC, some names like that. So it's it's going to be a really good album. Sweet. That is awesome. Joey, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, I just beep, so I'm just checking. <laughs> gotcha. Cool. Yeah. So it's a world music band. I've listened to some of your tunes, and boy, your lead singer, wow, she's got some major vocal chops there. <laughs> she does. Yeah, she really, really does. <laughs> so I mean, good. her Sounds like, your like Diana Ross, Donna Summer. You know, if you think about, you know, the top R&B, uh, Dionne Warwick, uh, Tina Turner is one of her idols. So she really has strong, strong vocals. Good, good. Now, you guys are all about spreading positive vibes, right? Yes, absolutely. And having fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 for sure. We're all, and that's the interesting thing, is we're all kind of career changers, meaning, um, you know, I'm, I'm about to be 47. Our guitar player is about to be 50, and our bass player is about to be 50. Jamara is quite younger than us. She's like the our little sister, she's, you know, she's in her thirties. Um, but we all, besides her are kind of, we, we took a new, we took a different career route and then we're all changing back into music because that's where our love is. So, you know, we're kind of uh, changing back into and dedicating our lives to music. So now that we're doing that, we're very passionate about it. And, uh, you know, we have lots of experience, but we're very passionate about it. And, we want to get out the message of love and harmony and family and, you know, that kind of thing. So because we're all married, we all have kids, you know, we all kind of have that life. So that's uh, that's kind of where our heart's at. Yeah, and it's interesting how artists, when you, you grow in changes, musicians, uh, it kind of goes along with the changes in your life as well. So, yeah, yeah different things exactly. for different times. So now, Joey, tell us about some of the things that you have been seeing and, and doing as far as networking and, and connecting yeah. with other musicians. Yeah, so, you know, there's a, there's a couple of things. And, you know, knowing the topic of tonight and knowing kind of how quickly our band is having success, um, you know, I thought about that for this call. And there's a couple of things. Um, Number one, um, oh, and I, I went to Berkeley College of Music at age 45 <laughs> trying to get back into the music business. So, um, But once I left Berkeley College of Music, it took me two years to even find a band to play with because I didn't know the things that I'm going to talk about today. Um, ah. The things are, the, the, the thing that got me into Pussyfoot is, and actually there for a while, I don't know if you saw my latest Facebook post, um, just a couple of months ago, I had bands galore to play with. And it was it started with social media. So social media is a great place to network and to get involved. I, I went to Bandzoogle and all these different places. But in reality, how I found my current band, how I found four or five other bands that I've been playing with, was all in local music groups. So, mm-hmm. um, And I didn't even know they were there. I didn't even know there was an Atlanta musicians group. I didn't know there was a you know, Memphis Musics Group. So if there's a lo- there's probably a local music group in your area, no matter where you live, that people are talking about the local scene and looking for bandmates and members and things like that. So as soon as I joined the Atlanta Music Group, 
and started just chatting and talking to people and connecting with people, that kind of led to, hey, let's go meet at, you know, Cafe de Luna and talk about music and going out with people and, and, you know, having drinks with people and, and learning more about their music projects led to one project after another after another. And in reality, I didn't go to these events with my hand, with my sticks, with anything. I went with my heart, my mind, and my ability just to want to connect and learn more about other people. And as soon as you do that, it's interesting, you know, after I met with many different people on, on different kind of occasions, hey, let's go hang out or let's go see a show together, um, invariably it led to, well, let's let's rock out together. Let's practice together. Let's, um, mm-hmm. you know, see if we can put a project together. And Pussyfoot came from that group as well. They posted, hey, we lost our drummer. Um, not, he didn't die, but he left the band for <laughs> many personal reasons. But um, they said, we're hosting auditions. And I'm like, wow, this is, you know, after hearing them and reading their story, um, that led to setting up an audition to go audition with them. But again, it was all through the same kind of music group. Um, how we tend to be uh, pretty successful fast in the Atlanta market is also this networking concept. Um, we met uh, along the way. Um, we did a gig for an Indian cultural fest and met a drummer. Um, his name is Cigar, amazing um, doll player. And, uh, he sat in with us um, just recently at, at a show on Saturday and brought like 50 of his friends. So, you know, the fact that, you know, if you have a band, um, there's a reason why a lot of top artists have cameos, meaning they, they mm-hmm. you know, if you're Mariah Carey, you put in a well-known artist that's kind of in a different crossover and you want to you wanna bring people and invite other musicians onto your stage put them in your track. We're choosing four at local Atlanta artists to cameo them in our album. Um, because mm-hmm. when we show up to a show, guess what? They're going to tell their friends, go see them because they are on our album. Right. Um, cool. or, or if we invite them, Hey, you know, like, like the, like cigar, um, come, come jam with us at our show and we're featuring him on our album, he's going to bring his entire family to our show. And because of that, you know, that gets attention because, you know, in music, it's all about filling the room. And so the more people right. that you can invite and collaborate with, the more they're going to bring their family, the more they're going to buy into it, the more they're going to go- love it, they're going to want to be a part of it, and they're going to want to share it. And so the more people that you can bring and collaborate with and network with, even on your live shows and on your recorded stuff, will just bring bring more people in and make more fans, and and that's launched us pretty fast um, in in our Atlanta market doing that. The other thing is being open to being a fill-in or a pocket band, a pocket player, meaning mm-hmm. uh, any cancellations, we'll do it. You know what I mean? If there's a cancellation, we'll do it because. This particular show was on Saturday that, that we had re- a lot of success with was we were supposed to open for a band called Blood Plums, and Blood Plums canceled at the last minute. Um, so we got to play the show, and it, there very little turnout because we did it in like two days' notice. Um, yeah. And there was no turnout because it was a cancellation. But we played it anyways for the bar, 
And they said, mm-hmm. okay, well, because you guys did that, we owe you one. And so uh-huh. they made us the headline and made Blood Plums open for us. Um, oh. And, and they're a pretty popular band here in Atlanta. So they brought their people, you know, to come to the show. And then we came, and then we brought some people that we've cameos, like Cigar, and we packed the room. And now they want to book us as much as they can possibly book us. In reality, they would have never known about us, but we were like, hey, we'll mm-hmm. do this gig. It doesn't matter if we don't make any money. We're just in it, you know, to, to make connections and network and, and that kind of thing. And that, just being open to networking and being open to do that really, you know, can have a massive impact very fast, very quickly. A lot of people are wanting to yeah. break in to a market. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a way to break in. Um, and that, and it, that and is a very different way of yeah, that is a very different way of doing things. In fact, I've always encouraged bands, especially here in the Raleigh area. I was seeing way too many bands. Well, I should back up a little bit. I used to book these really big shows with, I'd fill the whole bill between three and five bands as the booking agent and promoter kind of deal. Yes. Yeah. And it yeah. was amazing to me when I would see a band, they'd come, they'd play, and they'd leave. They wouldn't even stay to yeah, hear <laughs> the rest yeah. of the, the people on the bill. And I, I finally said, look, you guys have to support each other. And this is this is what I want to see you guys doing. Yeah. And I started requiring that for every show. If I put you on the bill, you were responsible not only for promoting the show, but letting other people know that it's not just you. There's other people on the bill. And also yeah. for your stage banter, Please figure out, because I would always post the uh, the band order. I had posted several places in the venue and in the green room and everywhere else, so they had no excuse not to know who the band following you is. So they needed to say, hey, thanks right. for coming out, but don't end it there because people are going to think that's the end of the show. Tell them and yeah, stick yeah. around for so-and-so. That's number right. one and number That's two, right. they didn't realize that they needed to stick around and not like go out, grab a bite to eat, and come back, which I tried to provide food for them, but some of them would leave anyway. Yeah. They they you missed the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, they didn't network at all. They didn't hang out back in the green room. They didn't talk to the other bands. They totally yeah. missed the boat in terms of these are bands that I put you together for a reason. Number one, That's right. you, you have yeah. similar sounds. So you will attract similar fans, network, yeah. and then jump on each other's shows. You can open yeah, for each fact, other. You can fill a bill yourselves. That's right. Paying it that's forward. Right. They just didn't. They were young, so they didn't quite get it. Yeah, and you know, this, and that's interesting. You're saying that. So, so we're 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 the mature band in the city, meaning you know we're out there doing it. Like, and the people that are playing alongside us, they're kids. We call them kids because they're my my children's <laughs> age, right? Um, but we're mentoring the heck out of these people. You know, there's, oh, there's several artists in our city that we're really mentoring. Um, I Facebook friend all of them. I Instagram all of them. I connect as much as possible with all of them. We pat them on the back. We mentor them. We tell them, you know, here's what you do. Here's how to improve. Um, and, and they appreciate it because, you know, they're just starting out and to have, um, you know, somebody who's got some experience come alongside them and help them understand and, and tell them, look, you know, when you're on stage, thank your wait staff, thank the bar owner, thank the promoter, you know, and yep. tell everybody, yep. hey, yep. we got great bands coming up, you know, and meet what I'm telling them constantly because I go to them. They, they look like they're going to run from me, right? And they're like, why is this guy coming at me? 
Um, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm coming at you to help you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but, but when I get to them and explain, hey, you listen, I, I want to network with you. I want to connect with you. I want to, you know, help you. We're, Pussyfoot is trying to build a family of artists in Atlanta. We want to take over the city. And the only way that we can take over the city is to be best friends with every artist in the city. Meaning we want to, we want to love on everybody. We, we're, we're not the type of band where we're hiding in the green room and we're like, oh, you know, we're, we're too good for that kind of stuff. That's, that's, mm-hmm. Even if we were playing the Phillips Arena, we would be out in the front and networking with all the, all the fans. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's yeah. our love. If you're coming and you're paying to see me and you, um, you know, love our music, we want to love on you. You know what I mean? We, we, that's, that's our joy. And, and the artists that are around, we want to love on them too. We know that they're struggling. We know, you know, what it's like. So we want to help them any way we can. And if, if we see an opportunity or a spot, several people at the show on Saturday, young artists that I've connected with and networked with through Instagram and uh, the local music groups came out after, and, and I said, I will introduce you to some promoters that are in the room. And I literally took these young artists and said, here, here's a promoter here. You know, meet this person. And they're like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, why is he doing this? Well, I'm doing this <laughs> because if you have a show and, you're, and, they, and you need an opening actor or even a closer, guess who they're going to recommend? Me. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if I'm loving on them and connecting them to the right people, they're, they're not, the law of reciprocity is going to take over down the road. And so this yeah. pay it forward thing is what we're doing. Yeah. We're, we're paying it into all the artists so that when, when anything comes up, they're going to say, you got to check out Pussyfoot. You got to check out what they're doing. You've got to go to their show. And they actually came to our show and brought lots of friends. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. ultimately what you want. And then we brought them on stage. And they were so happy. Their friends were like, oh, look how badass you are, you know, because now they're on stage with us and they're like, yeah, so next show they want to bring more friends. You know what I mean? That so so cool. that's, it's kind of the, the concept. And as you were saying, get to know everybody on the bill and don't let them run from you. I see them try to sneak out the back and I just go around the other door and <laughs> meet them as they're loading their car. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, so there. They're like, Joe, you're crazy. You know, I'm like, and I'm not crazy. I just want to meet every artist in the city. I want to know them. I want to Facebook friend them. I want to connect with them. And I want to help them. If I see a show that fits them, I'm going to recommend them. You know what I mean? I'm going to reach out in, all, in the same way as for promoters. If I see promoters I don't know, hey, my name's Joey Smith. Nice to meet you. Here's my card. Here's our band information, you know. Do you have Facebook to connect? Yeah, and that's what it takes. And a lot of musicians don't realize that the concept of networking has been in the uh, business community for decades. In fact, as an entrepreneur, I've had several other businesses, and I do do some coaching, both business coaching, ADHD coaching, lots of other stuff. So I do go to networking events that musicians generally don't go to at all. You know, they wouldn't even think of it. But I needed to learn the pay-it-forward mentality and not be the gal who goes to these meetings and, here's my card, here's my card, here's my card. No, you have to take time to get to know the the other people, what they're all about, what they do, and wait for it, how you can help them. And they look at you like, what? 
if you ask them, well, yeah, they what do. do you need? How can I help you? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And, and just like but, you yeah. said, you know, I, I came from a business entrepreneurial experience. And so I'm taking that, as you were saying, you know, business people know networking. Like that's, that's basically how you build business. But the younger mm-hmm. musicians or the musicians, they don't realize. They think it's just all about my art and my skill. Yeah, those are important. You know what I mean? But so is my business product too, but I can't sell my business product unless I go out and network and make connections and, you know, get to know my customers and my market and things like that. So musicians also have to do that. And it's not the manager's job. It's not somebody else's job. If you're a musician or an artist, you can make a huge impact by going and meeting the band that just played. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And say, Hey, I'm, I'm Joey Smith and I'm with the band Pussyfoot and I loved your music. You know, let's make, let's make a connection. Let's trade information. And I've done that at several shows and they look at me like I'm crazy. Like, who are you? Like, why, what are you doing? You know? Um, and, and now there's some of my bestest friends, you know what I mean? And, well, you know, and if I had never approached them, then we would never would have made those connections and they even show up to my shows now. So they wouldn't have even showed up to my shows which body count means everything to a bar owner. So the more people I can bring to my shows, the better. Yeah, definitely. And that's a very important point because a lot of musicians forget this one point. It's not all about you. You know, They right. think it's all about <laughs> yeah. them and their band and that's it. And you get that whole either competition thing or that really yeah. insular, like this, they don't see outside of themselves. So they don't, connect with people because they're too busy, you know, just worrying about their own band. And, you know, sometimes I would see bands that would get snarky or say stuff about the other bands on the bill. And I, especially, you know, the bill that I put together and I would just say, look, here's the ground rules. No dissing the other bands or the sound guy. Find something you like about the other bands and say something nice to them. It will come back to you. So, you know, they had a really, really switched their mindset. I think every sound guy, meaning if a guy's mic and my drums and, and the guy is working, you know, for our band and for us, um, I think every sound guy shake their hand, say, thank you so much for helping us. And they're just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this guy's talking to me. And, right. and those guys can recommend bands, too. They know the bar owner. You know exactly. I mean? so they'd be like, "Hey, I yeah. love, I love, I love this band. I want to work with this band again because we make him feel good or her feel good. You know, and we, we right. make the bartenders that, feel good, the wait staff feels good. Bring that yep. pussyfoot back because I made more tips because they said tip your bartenders. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I used to get those comments a lot from the different people in the venues where I would book the shows, and they would say, "Dory, yes. your bands are so nice." And they would right. recommend them to the, the venue owner. I mean, they would go to bat for them because right. they really took an interest. And that was something that was unique. Nobody was doing that. Nobody was yeah. going out and thanking the bartender and the, the sound guy and being really nice and doing a shout-out thanks to the venue for having us. Not that they have to suck up to me, but it's nice when they say thanks, Dory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Putting the show together, you know. You know little yeah. bit, every little bit helps. So we always think really the promoter and everybody. Yeah, because they're serving you. If you're the artist, these, this is basically people who are serving you. So you want to thank them. But they also, again, from the networking concept, they also are a connection 
to another gig, another artist, another opportunity. Everybody is a connection to another gig, another artist, another opportunity. Everybody knows somebody. You know what I mean? Right. So right. you want to be nice to everybody and you want to. The, I, I love the quote. I think it was Zig Ziglar who said this. Um, you know, to get what you want, all you have to do is help everybody get what they want. And yeah. so, you know, if we're, we as a band are helping the bar get what they want, the wait staff get what they want, the sound guy, if we're helping everybody get what they want, we're going to have more than enough because everybody else is going to, you know, through the law of reciprocity, want to give back. Right. And you keep the live music scene going. So when people are complaining yes. that, you know, not enough people are coming out, then I have to ask, well, what, what are you doing to reverse that? You know, what right. are you doing to help exactly. out? Yeah. And you find that generally not, not a whole lot. Well, Joy, we don't have very much time, but I wanted to let everybody know very quickly that another reason why you have such a positive attitude and a different approach to music and the music scene is because you went through something quite difficult. Can yes. you tell us like a very small snippet of that? Yeah, a small snippet is that um, I was a programmer. Uh, in IT, and in 2001, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And at the time, it took uh, my ability to walk, my ability to think. It, you know, it really hit me hard. Um, I couldn't drum. You know, it took out my legs, and I needed my legs as a as a set player. And uh, and it basically was a wake up call that. Uh, and it was all because of stress. And it was a wake up mm-hmm. call that you're not doing your purpose, your, your, your mission, what you were designed to do. And, and how I healed myself was getting into Saltbox, the band we talked about earlier, and drumming. That's how I got my nerves rewired for my legs, my hands rewired, my feeling back in my legs and hands was from drumming. So drumming mm-hmm. literally healed my body from multiple sclerosis. As crazy as that sounds, um, it was something I loved to do. It got rid of stress. And it, it rewired my nerves and my brain. So, I mean, that's the short snippet of it. It's a crazy story, and, you know, it was painful. But uh, go, after going through the pain, it really uh, made a difference, and that's why I'm dedicating the rest of my life to it. Cool, cool. No, I totally get it, as you know, because uh, drumming yeah. helped me bounce back as well from a pretty serious scenario that occurred after an accident which triggered a rare disease but hey after drumming I was fine I wrote about it in my book find your divine rhythm which you can find on Amazon it also has some tips in the book as well but it it is backed by science there's been a lot of research behind the healing power of music but especially drumming and there are organizations yeah yeah I know and people yeah. would ask me, and I'd say it's it's the sound waves and and, and the motions. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different things involved. But, yeah, it is backed by science, and there are organizations out there like Health Rhythms is an organization that I went for training in something known as therapeutic drumming. So like you, yeah. I'm now getting out there. In fact, I have a class in, in a couple of hours with some special needs kids, and I bring yeah. out a whole bunch of hand, little hand drums. I have a whole bunch of uh, gen bass, and I have other percussion doodads that they can shake for the kids who are able to hold the drum. And we just That's have amazing. a blast, and you just see remarkable effects. So, yes, people, there's all different ways for you to pay it forward, use your gifts and talents, do what you love, and make a difference. Absolutely. Now, Joey, is there... Yes. Is there anything that you would like to add? Any final comments? 
Um, my final comments are, you know, uh, open your heart. No matter what's going on in the world today, it seems there's a lot of division. It seems like there's a lot of people grumbling and that kind of thing. If you're listening and you're an artist, you have the ability to heal the world and go do that. Go heal the world. Use your art to heal the world and use that art not only to heal the world, but to make connections with other artists and help them mm-hmm. heal the world also. And we can do it together and um, we can help. We can help things. I mean, we create music and music makes people happy, can make people sad, can change their feelings. We can make music to heal the world. And that's, that's kind of my mission in life at this stage. And, and hopefully, if you're an artist, just remember that you can make a difference. Awesome. Well said. I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> in fact, well, let me Thank tell you. people where they can find you. You can go to yes. Joey's band's website, and that would be, uh, it's spelled a little different, pzzyfoot.com. And you can also follow Joey on Instagram as well. You're, you're usually Joey Smith Drums, right? Yes, Joey Smith Drums. Cool, cool. And you can find me on rockthenextstage.com. That's Rock the Next Stage. <laughs> and I have lots of info on there and special programs for musicians and special services. I just launched an online biz training program called the Musician's Success Formula, so you can take a peek at that as well. Joey, thanks so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it, especially because I know you're not feeling well, and we will definitely talk again soon, my friend. I am so so honored to be on this. I thank you very much, and and I would have had to be on my deathbed to not do this for you, so uh, I (laughs) greatly appreciate it, and, and thank you for that, and just want to make a difference and help everybody. So thank you and uh, everybody that it took on your side also to make this happen. Thank you. Cool. What a great guy. All righty, folks, make sure you join us next Wednesday here at 1 o'clock, and we will have, Ron, I will have Crystal Young uh, talking about singing tips. So uh, stay tuned. Till next time, keep on rocking. Bye for now.